What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Welcome back to another beautiful podcast that we have here today. Um, now, um, I, I just had like my mind completely blank on everything that we were gonna. I was gonna say. Uh, we are on episode four of the podcast now of Organization Two on so many platforms. It's not even really worth me mentioning it anymore. Uh, it's a lot. The main one to find is I would say Anchor and Apple. And Google. Also, Spotify is a pretty big one that people like to listen to podcasts on as well. Ooh, we are on Spotify. Ooh, nice. We are on so, Spotify. So, uh, that's that. Uh, I don't have much other news. If you guys want to come see us get footage live and talk a little bit about the podcast, we do that on Saturdays when we play Kingdom Hearts. Uh, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, PM, not AM. Uh, that's a fair point and, to make. <laughs> I, could, I guess I could say 18.30. Because it's military time. Yeah. Um, either way, we do that over um, at Mixer.com slash Killohms. K-I-L-O-H-M-S. Uh, I'm, of course, Kill, and I have with me Sando. Yeah, I'm here. You guys um, know me. You should be able to know me. We should by now. Uh, we're about to have the second podcast go live tomorrow. No. We're, we're totally... Which I have to render it out on... Uh, by the way, we're using DaVinci Resolve uh, 15, if you guys are interested on what we use. That stuff, it's, they have a free beta, and it's pretty awesome. Nice. So I'm going to plug them, even though I'm not sponsored by them. But I want to I plug them because it's really, it's really cool. It's really cool that we can use their software, and it's free software to use. They have a studio version of the software, which I'm sure is better. But they have a, their free version as well. I what mean, anything that has the title studio in it is automatically better. Uh, well, OBS Studio was better than OBS. You're right. Yeah. So I'll give you that. Um. Well, today, what we felt like was appropriate uh, this week, since it's eight days, it should be eight days, this should come out eight days before Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. Um, we were going to do a history of Kingdom Hearts. Uh, go through the timeline and tell you guys, uh, timeline-wise, how it works out, cano- like that canonically, I guess. Uh, and we wanted to talk to you guys about it that way, so we had that in the podcast before KH3, and then next week's episode five will be all about KH3. Yep. Um, talk about the battle trailers, talk about all that fun stuff, and we're just going to literally be like our expectations, our hopes. We're going to nerd out. More Pretty than much. We, more than we already do, yeah. but I mean, it's something. It'll be good. That'll be the plan. So uh, I had Sando last night go and just pull all of our uh, the timeline stuff for this, so that way we could kind of go through it. Just to give you guys a brief idea of what we're going to be going on, we're going to talk about Kingdom Hearts Key, which was the movie. We're going to talk about um, Unchained Key or Union X Unchained, which is which is the mobile game. Yep. Um, it's next in the timeline. We're going to talk about those two briefly. Uh, then we're going to talk about BBS, which is Birth by Sleep. Uh, we'll talk about KH1. We'll talk about uh, Calm, which is Chain of Memories. Then we'll talk about Days, which is 364 or 65 over two days. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll talk about Kingdom Hearts 2, then we'll talk about Coded, then we'll talk about, very briefly, (laughs) we'll talk about, we'll talk about Dream Drop Distance, literally today, everything about my body just feels off, by the way, so, like, if you're wondering why I'm, like, stuttering and, huh, anyway, and then last, we'll talk about 0.2, he said, eh, but that's only because he never played it. I never played Um, it, and it's I'll go into a very brief talk about it, it's just kind of cool about how it doesn't really fit in the timeline, but it fits in the timeline. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. That's what I wanted to talk about, because it it goes through Aqua's story while she's in the Realm of Darkness. 
And throughout all the games, we we're also going to give you explanations about different types of enemies, what they symbolize, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, different key, fun things like that. The Keyblades, what they symbolize, because certain ones are different here and there. Um, what the Disney worlds are, how Disney and Square Enix characters inter- uh, interact. interact with one another, relationships, characters, in generally their general history. That sort of thing. And we're going to try to keep it to within about an hour and a half as we do for all of our podcasts. Because that's what we can put on Anchor. So. Also, I have one word to say about the entire history. Actually, two words. Gummy ships. All right. Now let's keep going. Because <laughs> <laughs> gummy ships make so much sense. All right. So. Uh, Kingdom, Hearts, Kingdom Hearts Key is the story of, before, of the before times. It's before the Keyblade War. It's supposed to lead into the Keyblade War. Um. Which is going to be interesting with... I'm just going to throw this out there. It's going to be interesting with um, Union Cross only because we have yet to see the Keyblade War and they would have to have a massive update come out tomorrow. Pretty much. Because that, the, that'll be... Today is the 6th to break that illusion. Oh, which no. they have new weeks start every Monday in the um, mobile game. So that's usually when they have their big updates. I haven't caught all the way up with story and I need to. Everything for, between you and what's do, going on is just Maleficent's story. Okay. There, they have not done any main story in it, which makes me upset, which is why I'm saying they'd have to have a massive update, because we still don't know anything about the Keyblade War. All right. Unless they're planning on showing that all in Kingdom Hearts 3. Which could be. Which we can talk about next week in predictions. Yes. Or you and I will talk next week, and the listeners will hear next week. It's just our next weeks are different weeks. Yes. <laughs> so... Next, um, let's, let's keep talking about this next anyway, week. Next so, week. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Key is the story of the five union leaders. Um, the unions, uh, everybody has like their traits that they portray and stuff like that, so they all got put into unions, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the Master of Masters has the ability of prophecy. His Keyblade, I can't remember what it's called, but his Keyblade is amazing in the fact... It's the same one Xehanort has. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, which has his eye. It actually has one of his eyes in it, which is why he always wears the cloak. He wears an Organization 13 cloak, ah. as we see it. But it's so you don't have to see his face. And it's because one eye always sees into the future, which is how he wrote the book, um, the Book of Prophecies. Okay. Now, there were six apprentices of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to name them all off, mostly because I don't remember all their names. Um, actually, I do. Ira, Ased, Ava, I forgot the snake girl's name. Never mind, lied there. Uh, snake girl, Zuxu. And Gullah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of them, is it like Eva or something like that? It, it starts with an E. I don't remember what her I, name I is. Anyway. Know. Snake um, girl. Sna- the, she's the one with the snake mask and the snake keyblade. Um, so, anyway, and her name should start with an S because snake. Except for the fact that Eros has a lion and his name starts with an I. Shh. Actually, no, he's a horse. And a set is a bear and it starts with an E. Yeah, Gullah's she... is a lion, and it starts with a G. Yeah, but she could be special and be a snake. And Zuxu's is also a lion, and it starts with an X. Yeah, but she could be special and start with an S. Awesome. So I'm <laughs> glad we're following what's going on here. Uh, so five of them, except for Zuxu, who gets the master's key, the master of masters keyblade. Yes. Um, which he has to pass down to every uh, apprentice, so that way the book of prophecies is actually true. And the fact that he was able to write the books of prophecies does go to show that that keyblade continues to be passed down throughout every single generation. Um, now 
He also was told to take a box with him into the Keyblade, what will soon become the Keyblade Graveyard, and just wait. Yes. But he's not allowed to open the box. So none of us know what's in there. I'm guessing it's kind of like a Pandora's box kind of thing. We're probably going to find out in KH3. Um, but that was... It's Schindler's box. Yeah. It's just a magical box that we don't know what's in it. Uh, so, Schrodinger. Schrodinger, yeah. Schrodinger, Schrodinger was Schindler. from Schindler's <laughs> List, which is yeah, a Nazi movie from... <laughs> that's the, the wrong it's one. It's an old movie. <laughs> I meant that is say. not what... I was like, wait a minute. That is not... Anyway, so Schrodinger's box. Yeah, it's basically Schrodinger's box. We don't know what's in it. Um, Crap. <laughs> yeah, that made you sound terrible. Yeah. Oof. So, it really did. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, the union leaders all are building their unions, trying to gather Lux. But the thing is, one of them's a traitor. And none of them know who and it is. And none of them know who it is, because each of them are missing different pages from their book of prophecies. Except for Zuxu, who has the full book, and I'm pretty sure he's the traitor. So... He's the one who knows everything, but he's not around. So they're all worried about who the traitor is, which was meant to cause problems so that way the Keyblade War will eventually happen. Yep. Um, which I'm pretty sure the Master of Masters was like, it just needs to happen. And then Ava is making the Dandelions, which are the Keyblade wielders, to last past... The next generation. It's the next generation to la to live past it because everybody's supposed to die in the Keyblade graveyard uh, during the Great Keyblade War. Mm -hmm. And something I'll touch on since you've mentioned That's fine, it gives me a chance to get a drink. <laughs> uh, we've mentioned uh, the Keyblade graveyard, which we will mention here and there throughout the history. Mm -hmm. It's where the Keyblade War was held and it's where all the remnants of the, are. It's where every single Keyblade from every wielder that was involved in it was left. And you see it at the beginning of Birth by Sleep in the cutscenes. Uh, beforehand, it's in the opening trailer, mm -hmm. um, and it was first seen in Kate. Kingdom Hearts 2 yep. as the proud mode ending. Yep. But, yeah, we will reference that here and there throughout we'll the We'll reference it a lot in BBS and KH2, and that's pretty much it, though. And right now. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's, that's pretty much it. That's really what happened in Kingdom Hearts Key. They all started fighting, and then... The Keyblade War is probably like a month away or so from happening. Um, there's some more things that are going to happen. Everybody's going to fall apart. But we we got left on so many. Like I remember watching it, and my reaction on Twitch was just when I was still on Twitch was just freaking out because I was like, "Oh my god, what's going to happen?" And we just didn't know. Isn't Key just a movie? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's why it's, it's just a movie. Like I mean, if you want to borrow zero point two, you can. I have it. I just oh. never did it. Yeah. It's well, sorry. It's in two point eight. It's because of what else is in 2.8. You don't have to play Dream Drop. Uh, I, I need to go... I might sit down and rewatch through a lot of the stuff on my own. Because I want to rewatch Coded. Yeah. I liked Coded. But... I liked the original Coded when it was actual game. There's an actual... Oh, like Recoded? No, Coded was a game. Coded was a phone game. Recoded was the one that came out for the DS. Mm -hmm. Because it was a remake of the, co the of phone Coded, game. Of Coded, yep. Mm-hmm. Because we were because the American uh, fan base got so mad about the fact <coughs> that we didn't get to have it, because um, it was only a mobile game for Japan. Mm -hmm. There was also an only mobile browser game. I can't remember what it was. One of the keys. Yeah, it was. It was probably the predecessor to Kingdom Hearts Key, which then became Unchained Key. Yes, that's which what it was. then became Union Cross. But all of those are separate titles, and they actually have their own separate lore. Correctly, which is. They do and they don't, yeah. It's weird, because if, Union... Un, union if, no, no, oh, if, you're, if you're speaking about the mobile game, that's the same. But 
yeah. there are like five different keys and they all have different story to it because yeah. they're all different titles. There's a couple. Yeah. But in the American release, it was just all put together as key instead of separate title because it was yeah. e- it was episodic in Japan. Yeah, it was it was all put out as key, which was the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they had because it was the story of each person. It yeah. was five episodes because it was. Well, it was probably six episodes because it was the beginning. Then it was probably yeah, I believe it was Eras, Aseds, Snake Ladies, Gullas, and Ava's stories, yeah, respectively, and in that, and then the story of Zuxu because that's how they did it in the movie. Like if you watch it, yeah, um, that, that's how you see it. Mm. Um, very, it's still really good. Union Cross is very weird. Uh, predictions: most of what I've seen from the community is that it's in a different timeline. Yes, as in a parallel timeline, which makes. Other things interesting. Which also makes it make about 40,000 times much more sense to believe that it's in an alternate timeline than believing that it happened before Kingdom Hearts. Because if you believe it happening before Kingdom Hearts and Birth by Sleep, it makes no sense. Because you're seeing characters like Snow White and Sleeping Beauty who you shouldn't be seeing. And Aladdin and stuff. So it's See, that part doesn't bother me because Disney is timeless to me. It but, does, but they still have a timeline. That's the, the thing. Like, the biggest thing is Xehanort's age. If it's a parallel universe, it kind of makes more sense. But it would also make more sense if Xehanort is just super old. Yes, but we also don't know anything about Xehanort. We don't know where Correct. he comes from. We don't know enough about him. Like, I'd love to do a character profile of him. But there's stuff that we just don't know about where he comes from. Good old wiggly fingers. Um. Anyway, most of what happens there... You go through, and you find out everything that you found out in Kingdom Hearts Key, mm-hmm. except for the fact of the, who the next five Masters of Masters are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are, I'm going to put in the title, there's spoilers because there is, but one of them gets killed by what looks to be Marluxa's somebody, mm-hmm. but since that person has access to wield the Keyblade, they're probably Marluxia's original person from a different timeline, which is why it makes sense because yeah. Marluxa can't wield a keyblade. Yeah. Um but that's the only thing is it's very weird. It's a good game, but it basically follows how the unions go and the other storyline stuff you follow your character who meets all these wonderful people and they want him to join the da- the Dandelions, mm-hmm. but because you're part of one of the unions, you don't want to leave. Even though I'm like my character and Sando's character were both part of the Volpace which are the foxes, which is Ava's union. Mm-hmm. And even though we're a part of her union, and because they, they ask us to join the Dandelions, we deny it. Yeah. Because we don't want to leave all the other people in our union to those devices. We have no end to this story, so I can't give you any answers or any more storyline really past that. That's why we were talking about these very briefly. Mm-hmm. In like the first 15 minutes, we're already done with two games because yeah, there's not we don't know enough. Yeah. And a lot of the questions that are brought up by them, they're... In my opinion, they are the two least important things to understand the story of Kingdom Hearts 3. You can honestly do... You can skip all of that. If you want to know more of the actual history before Sora and Riku and all of that... Play BBS. Play BBS. If you want history before even that, then it would be key and unchained. But, I mean, in all honesty, it's just real... We still... The only thing that anybody wants to know is what happened with the Keyblade Graveyard and what happened with the Great Keyblade War, but we don't know. That hasn't come out because that hasn't come out in the mobile game and there hasn't been the lore released for after kingdom hearts key because the thing is i believe kingdom hearts key happened in our timeline Mm -hmm. and i believe that union cross is a separate parallel timeline 
Okay, yeah. And I only say that because I think because of the amount of, like, random stuff that has happened in there, it's just, that's how I see it. I might be wrong, and I'm okay with being wrong. They might both be parallel. Um, but I think to keep the fact that Xehanort, I actually think Xehanort is Zuxu. Mm. Ooh, um, I've, okay. I've said that before. Okay. I, I think he is because he has that keyblade. And I think he found a way, and what I think, in all honesty, I think ours opened the box too early, and that's why Xehanort okay. became a thing. Okay. That would be my guess. Um, it'd be a cool prediction to make, but that would be my thought process, which could make it work. Yeah. Um, anyway, otherwise, we'll move on to BBS. So BBS is a game where you follow the story of three characters. Mm-hmm. Terra, Ventus, and Aqua, which is the timeline canonical way to play through the game. Mm-hmm. Now, note, the, the game doesn't tell you how to play through it. It doesn't tell you who to play first or anything like that. The only, the only way it tells you who to play first is Terra's name is top, then Ven, then Aqua. Yeah. Um, but you can play them in any way. It's just to make the timeline make complete sense, you should play Terra, then Ventus, then Aqua, um, because of how they go to the different worlds and stuff like that. Terra leaves the world... Um, of departure first, the land of departure first, and then uh, after that, Ven leaves, and then Aqua leaves after both of them. And I will say, with uh, Terra, Ven, and uh, Aqua, Terra and Aqua are training for their marker mastery t- exam. That's how it starts off as they both take their marker mastery yes. exam. Exactly. Yes. But it never gets finished, so they are. As- it does get finished. It does. Yes, it's fin- it's finished before Terra leaves. It's the reason why Terra leaves. Correct. Because right. Terra's sent off to go train to uh, control the darkness within him, because Ericus, which is their master, voiced by Mark Hamill. Oh, I like Mark Hamill as a voice actor. That's just me personally, because he did a really good job as the Joker as well. That's yeah, I forgot series. he. I forgot he's Joker. Um. So he uh said to, to Terra because he's scared of the darkness he really is yeah um he's scared of Terra falling into the darkness because I think he also knows that Xehanort wants that mm-hmm. and so um what it comes down to with it all is after a while you know Terra runs off and he's like well I don't want you to do this even though we have a we have somebody who wields darkness and is still a good guy Riku later on and we'll get to that point in the story uh it's just kind of an... I mean, I understand the fear of it and everything like that, but there yeah. has to be a balance, and he feels like if they're going to be Keyblade warriors, they're meant to fight the darkness because the darkness is something that is seen as just purely evil at this point and not as an inevitability. Yeah. But what I was I was giving a little background on who they are. Terra and Aqua, you don't know where they come from. This uh, The Land of Departure is just where they're training. You don't know yes. their full background, what world they came no. from, their original characters, so we don't know anything we about them. We technically don't even really know where Ventus came from. We just know where Xehanort said he found him. We just, yeah. Because he was Xehanort's original apprentice. Yes, we just know he's from Xehanort, even though that's both true and not true at the same time. Well, he's he's from him. He was training under him. Yeah. Because they trained in the Keyblade Graveyard, as well as um, when his mind was broken after Xehanort took all of the darkness out of his body, mm-hmm. uh, he was found on Destiny, found, quote-unquote, on Destiny Islands. That's where Xehanort said he found him. Um, and so, uh, 
Aqua, by the way, she succeeds in her mark of mastery test. Yes. And thus getting um, getting access to knowledge about the land of departure, which we come to find out at the end of the game that the land of departure is also Castle Oblivion. Yep. Which we'll talk about later. Uh, when she has to do certain things. Now, basically, the quick synopsis of this storyline... They all run through and do things, all get manipulated by Xehanort in different ways. Terra goes on and basically becomes the apprentice of Xehanort to learn how to use the darkness. Ericus needs Ventus to come back because if he doesn't, Ven will fight the bad guy Venetus, which is the darkness within him. Yep. Like, they, they were separate. They're now two separate beings. Two halves of the same heart. And if he does not, if he does fight him, they can create a key, the key blade, which is C-H-I blade. Which is the ultimate keyblade. Which is the first and original keyblade, and it's the ultimate keyblade that can actually do something to Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Which will then give ultimate power to Xehanort. Yep. <sighs> so, um, while he's basically like, Ericus is like, he needs to come back because his heart is too fragile, it comes across as, oh my gosh, I have to kill Ventus, and he does feel the need to kill Ventus because if he does, Xehanort's plan can't go through. But at the same time, he sees him as a child, and he doesn't want to kill a child. And he, he doesn't want to kill his yes. child. Yeah. Because it's the same way he sees Terra. He sees Terra as his son, and thus, in Terra's way of trying to defend Ventus, fights Ericus, leaves him injured, and Xehanort comes in and kills Ericus. Yep. Um, thus, pushing Terra to the brink of darkness leaving his body susceptible that after Terra fights Xehanort, um, Xehanort transfers a part of his heart into Terra, and this is the first time we see um, Harry Potter in the Kingdom Hearts world, and basically uh, Xehanort yeah. uses Terra as a um, as a horcrux. Yep, that that is the most simplest way we can say mm-hmm. that. If you understand Harry Potter and horcruxes, then that makes... That makes your life easy. That right makes... <laughs> history in Kingdom Hearts lore very easy. Very, very easy. Uh, and so, well, why is it doing this? Sorry about that. It's just like nice. randomly loosening itself. So, then after that, um, Ventus fights Venetus in his heart. And when he fights him in his own heart, that's not going to work, but It'll work for... No, it's not going to work at all. I can just hold the mic. Yeah, it's probably best. Because it just doesn't want to work. We need to get a better mic stand for that. Um, anyway, so... After uh, he fights him in there, he beats Vanitas, but thus it breaks... Ventus's heart, leaving him in a state of basically mindlessness. Reseparating Vanitas from his body. Yep. But not having... Um, and looking, And his heart needs to look for somewhere to go because it's shattered and broken. Well, because he had been to Destiny Islands before and Sora, his heart is a whore, um, openly accepts it because he's supposed to... Sora, whether he believes it or not, is supposed to become the strongest Keyblade wielder to have ever... Of light. He's supposed to become the strongest Keyblade wielder of light because the Kingdom Key only goes to a select number of people. It only goes to the chosen one. Which is great since he's the main character. Yeah, it works pretty out. Pretty much. It works out pretty well, I think. Yeah. Um... It's so, also clueless and naive. Yeah. Perfect for our main it character. Works. It works out. Uh, but, you know, since King, since Riku didn't play Birth by Sleep, he doesn't know what's going on. 
I love that so much. Uh, I shouldn't. So after after that, um, crap. Where was I? <laughs> so uh, after that final battle, uh, Aqua, after hearing all this stuff and everything, she takes all of uh, uh, Terra's armor, which was left over, which is the lingering will in mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts Two, is the final boss. Which it's by namesake, it's Terra. Terra's heart left in his armor. It's lingering. It's it's the will to survive. He still has and enough the will willpower. To fight to get back to where he was to get his body back. Yes. Um. So that's that's the lingering will. And uh, let me see. After that, uh, she takes them back to the land of departure mm-hmm. and locks it away because she can lock away the world and it changes the world and only she can unlock it, and it turns into Castle Oblivion. Now, yep. she's the only person who can find her way through it because she's the master of it, of the world. Um, and since she can find her way through it, she can always find Ventus's body to restore his heart, which is going to become probably a big part of Kingdom Hearts 3, is finding his uh, body so that way Sora can bring his heart back to normal. Uh, then... You should be fine now. Yeah. Uh, then, I think we'll move it to the back afterwards. Sorry, we, we had to readjust where the mic was and everything like that. All right, we're good now. So then, after um, that, she kind of goes off back to Radiant Garden, where Terra Nort, as we like to call him in the community, has started doing stuff, and he doesn't know what's going on. And she tries to find him because she's like, that's Terra's body. And he's like, I'm not Terra. And thus she fights him, and then she falls into the realm of darkness after fighting him. Yep. Which is the epilogue to Birth by Sleep. And there you have the three... Well, the, the main first game that we talk that you can actually play. Uh, you have Key, which is story, and Unchained. Key, which, which is, is a movie. Unchained, Key, or Union Cross is the mobile game. Um, and then Birth by Sleep was... The PSP game. The PSP game when it first originally released. Which was then remastered to PS3 and PS4. Yep. And that takes us all the way to about ten years later, Kingdom Hearts. What's... Oh, we did... I mean, there's one, a couple of small details. And we are probably leaving out a lot of like little details. We're trying to give the general stuff. Um, Kyrie did meet Aqua in Radiant Garden, which was her original world. And got the Keyblade passed to her. Because... And Terra oh. met Riku... And Sora, mm-hmm. and he handed his Keyblade, he did the Keyblade um, transfer. inheritance transfer to Riku. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sora didn't get that from anybody, but he is having Ben in his heart whether he knows it or not. Yeah. I just remember that with you reiterating that um, Kauri is from Radiant Garden, mm-hmm. it's because in KH1, which... This happens much later in the game, but it's good to over, go over this now since we're just starting the story of Cage One. Uh, the first, I wouldn't say it was the first time Sora saw no. In Cage One, Radiant Garden towards the end of the game, it was Hollow Bastion. It was Hollow Bastion at the time, but there's the flashback with uh, Kyrie and what is supposedly her grandmother yes. in the library at Hollow Bastion. Yes. I just remembered that. That's all. There is that, yeah. So you do have some well, and sense of family with Kyrie, where you haven't seen family with the other main characters. True. The other thing is what's interesting is 
they wanted to... So these three kids, Kyrie, Sora, and Riku, were trying to build a raft to sail in the sea to get off their world. Yes. Now, to get off their world, they realized that because Kyrie came from a different world, and she remembered that. Yes. That's why they were interested in trying to travel to another world. Um, and so, the, on their Destiny Islands, there's the main island, and then there's the island they play on. The island they play on has the uh, the door to the world, which is kind of like, it's not really explained, it's just that's the that's how the worlds are kind of connected. It's where it exists, it doesn't get too super explained. Yeah, it's... it's you see a doorway that's not a doorway, but is a doorway. Wow. Yeah, no, that that's... That's Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts. Basically, if that doorway isn't locked, darkness can come running in, thus creating an imbalance in the worlds, and thus leading to Armageddon, basically. Mm -hmm. Now, this has started, and people are starting to notice it, because Mickey sends Donald and Goofy as well to find the one with the key, because mm -hmm. uh, he had talked to Yen Sid. I assume he had talked to yes. Yen Sid. In Birth by Sleep, uh, Yen Sid... Was Mickey's master. Yes, and Yen Sid says, hey... There's stuff going on. I need you to go out and take care of stuff. Mickey goes out and he has the Star Seeker. Yes. Keyblade, I believe. He doesn't get uh, his key that he you see in KH1. Well, that you see him with in KH1 because you don't see him until the end of the game in KH1. Uh, and the rest of the games until 0 0.2, which is why it's actually necessary to the storyline. Mm -hmm. But uh, Mickey does end up meeting up with Aqua. They have a little interaction. They fight. Aqua finds out he's a Keyblade Master. He finds that she's a Keyblade Master. Well, yeah. He's they, training to be a Keyblade Master. Mm -hmm. They become uh, friends. He becomes one within the next ten years. Yeah. He was not one at the time. He was just the Sorcerer's Apprentice. This is true. And then but, he also does meet Ventus. The only one he doesn't meet is um Terra. Terra. But in KH1, uh, bad stuff's going on. Darkness is taking over the world multiple worlds and uh, destroying them and disney castle has basically become the land of departure yeah which is where you know in that sense it's the omni omnipresent kind of world that goes and tries to protect the other worlds mm -hmm. so mickey sends donald and goofy to find uh, this keyblade this key wielder mm -hmm. which is interesting the goofy is the leader of the guards and donald, donald is the leader of the magic no donald is basically his private magician yeah, more, but he also he also is the head of the of the, the mages. mages of the mages and whatnot. He says, "Hey, you two work well together. We've been friends forever. Go out and find this. Um, go out and find this the the secret this person, this the key wielder or whatever. Because they don't really know what the keyblade is. Yeah, um, they didn't know the true origins of it at this time. No one really did. Yeah, except and, for, and Le except for Leon. In, yeah, <laughs> well, and this was left in a note. Yes, it wasn't told to them, so he couldn't show them what a keyblade was because I doubt he had ever shown them. No." Um, and so it was left in a note. But don't worry, Pluto went along with him, but we still don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know where Pluto is currently. Yeah. No one really knows. But Pluto check on that. Pluto took Donald and Goofy to Traverse Town, which is also KH. The world that when your world gets eaten by darkness, you get sent to Traverse Town. Which in Tra Traverse Town you see characters from different Disney franchise not franchise, but different uh, Disney storylines all meet up together in the same like area. Chip, uh, well, no, it wasn't Chippendale because Chippendale are in Disney World. But, like, you mostly see the hodgepodge of Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, but you also and see... you also see 101 Dalmatians. You see Merlin. Destroyed. Merlin's there because his world was destroyed. But he's from Radiant Garden. Yeah. And it had been turned into Hall of Bastion, which is one... You see things here and there, but it's also in KH1 we call it Tutorial Town because yes. it's a tutorial. You visit there multiple times. Um, and so after you get there, uh, 
you get told about the storyline, all this fun stuff. Uh, and basically you find Sora, after being kicked off his world and out, all that stuff, because he went to go try to... Basically, there was a storm. We skipped a lot on that one. We did. There, there was a sorry. storm on Destiny Islands. They went to go fight... Uh, or not fight. Uh, Sora went to go figure out what was going on. And as he went there, he saw Riku, and Riku basically jumped into the darkness with his hand out. Sora tried to pull him back, and he was gone. Mm-hmm. Now, Riku got manipula- manipulated by Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness. We don't find that out until later. Uh, but basically, the call to that power to go protect Kyrie because she had disappeared, was to go and do these things. Now, when she had lost her heart, it also went to Sora. Now you guys are starting to see why Sora is how he is. Um, or at least how I describe him. And so after... Also, also love triangle makes situa- situations better. Yeah, so I'm not going to get into the love triangle. Um, we already did that. Yeah, we really did. So, after that, he gets eaten by the darkness... We don't know what... Destiny Islands has disappeared. Now, they started going off and looking for these people because stars were disappearing from the sky. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to get to. Correct. Um, and so then they end up at Traverse Town. Basically, after Traverse Town, they go through a bunch of worlds, fighting yada, 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 finding out that Riku's getting darker and darker and all this stuff. He's trying to say, these guys are supposed to be with me because I'm the one who actually has the power of the Keyblade. This is at the very end of the game. I'm skipping everything in the center of it because it doesn't really pertain. Most of what KH1 is going through Disney worlds and finding and finding like the beginnings of a lot of Disney stuff. Yeah. A couple of them are repeated because they have like a second movie. Like there's a uh, Aladdin well, that's what happens with the, that's, that's what happens with the next games and stuff mm-hmm. too. They go through the storyline of the movie. Um. Anyway, there's 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 also really missing a lot of like story from it other than Riku. Also, Sora's trying to find Riku and Kyrie. There's also the Princes of Light. We'll get there. I was getting there. Okay. Um, and so, Sora's trying to find Riku. He ends up getting to Hall of Bastion, which is where Maleficent, who's the big bad guy in this one, is. Mm-hmm. Or um, we think is the big bad guy. She's trying to collect the Princesses of Light there you go. to get their hearts to create Kingdom Hearts. And the Princesses of Light, which are all Disney princesses and then Kyrie. Six Disney princesses and Kyrie. Um, and if you just and think you go to all these different Disney worlds to try to protect them, but you only the only one that you ever really meet in that game is Alice. Yeah, all the others have been... all the others were in Birth by Sleep. Yeah, all the others you see for a little bit, but they still get a, like a cutscene, but they still get taken. Yeah, except Jas- for Jasmine ex- and Alice are the only ones that you really meet. Yeah, because you never see Aurora because she's already been taken. Aurora's already been taken. Um, who was Sleeping Beauty? Yeah, you. She uh, she was taken in Birth by Sleep. Because of Terra. Yes. Her heart was, yeah. Uh, then... Oh my gosh. Snow White is also one. Mm-hmm. Alad, um, Jasmine, Jasmine. Alice. Ariel. Ariel, who does get taken. Yeah, that's right. She gets taken as well. Who's the sixth one? I'm trying to think. Um... I could look it up, but I'm not... It's not Meg, is it? Megara is not a princess. I didn't think she was. I'm trying to think of the worlds that were in. That I game. am. I am too. It's not Pinocchio. <laughs> no. Yes. It's uh, Pinocchio is truly the the one. Um. Oh. That's another Disney princess, and then it's Kyrie. Yeah. Seven. It's. I think it's the princesses. Of light. Of heart. Of heart. 
Yeah. It's of heart. They're not like we call them of light and of heart. They're the same thing. Yeah. Kyrie, Snow White, Jasmine, Belle. Belle. Cinderella. Yep. And Princess Aurora. It's not Ariel. Ariel's not one. Okay. It's Cinderella and then Belle. Or at least okay. I don't think. So it's uh Cause there's seven, it's Kyrie, Alice, Snow White, Jasmine, Belle, Cinderella, and Aurora. Okay. Notably, Ariel and Mulan are prince- Disney princesses, but are not princesses of heart. Okay. So, uh, they all get taken, and they really only need Kyrie's heart, and Maleficent manipulated Riku into basically saying, you need to have the heart, you need to have Sora release his heart, because he's holding on to Kyrie's, and therefore he's selfish. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff, and he's not really there for you, because he's got new friends and all this stuff. Because he was traveling with Donald and Goofy. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sora's like, I'm just trying to find Riku the whole time. And every time he finds him, he's like, I found you. And then Riku's like, I'm running away. And Sora's like, no! Uh, and that's basically Kingdom Hearts 1 in that fact. Uh, then Sora goes and releases his heart, releasing Kairi's at the same time. And as she's hugging him, he turns or he then disappears. You turn into a heartless... Um, after you turn which, into which a, also has consequences for other stuff, but we'll get to that. when you turn into the Heartless creates a nobody, mm-hmm. and this is when Roxas is created canonically. Um, then... <sighs> yeah. It's I've, probably going to be better to explain days and then go into Castle Oblivion <laughs> in degree calm thinking about it. Because uh, calm makes no sense unless you know what happens in days. Anyway. Eh, maybe, we'll see. Then, after that, uh, Kairi sees him, like, hugs him, and he turns back into being Sora. Mm-hmm. Hence, part of the par- powers of the Princess of Heart and everything like that. They go off. He fights Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness, who has been t- controlling and took over Riku's body because of its darkness. Beat him up. Then Riku and Riku's back to normal. Looks at Sora from beyond the door. You see Mickey for the first time holding a keyblade, and they close the door to darkness. Yes. Stopping all the worlds from falling into darkness and saving everything. But Sora ends up being on the road to Castle Oblivion, or the Land of Departure, instead of actually returning to his home world um, of Destiny Islands. So I have a question. And I don't remember it, but why did Riku go into the... with Mickey into the land uh, Because he was trying to push the door shut. He, he was just helping... He was, he just was helping. pushing the door shut. Okay. That was it. He was pushing the door shut, and Mickey was going to lock the door once he had pushed it shut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I, I thought it was something along the lines of uh, Riku believed, even though after everything had happened, Riku believed there was still something within him, and he wanted to get take care of it. I th- Kind of, but not quite. Yes, yeah. he was trying to get out of the realm of darkness. It's just he knew that the... The only way they could close the door was to close it from the inside yeah. of the Realm of Darkness. So Sora's pulling it. Or, or, and the thing is, Sora couldn't be on the other side of the door to push it shut because you have to have a Keyblade wielder on each side to lock it. Mm-hmm. And so Mickey locks it from the inside of the realm and Sora locks it from the outside, leaving it locked, but he couldn't push it shut, which is why Riku went in to push it shut. Yeah. Because... Mickey was fighting a bunch of Heartless at the time with Aqua, and Aqua's trying to hold him at bay. 
and 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 Sora knew that Riku would be safe with Mickey, even yes, with all with all that was being said. And exactly. Done. Then we get into Chain of Memories. Now, Chain of Memories, Castle Oblivion, as we talked about before, has two sides. So it has a side in the realm of light and the realm of darkness. Yep. The realm of darkness is where Riku is. Riku's storyline is a heck of a lot easier to explain than Sora's. Basically, Riku's running, fighting against a replicant of himself made by Ansem mm -hmm. and Xemnas. Ansem, Seeker of Darkness and, and Xemnas. To, uh, before we know Xemnas, mm -hmm. uh, to fight him and make him turn back to darkness, thus falling to darkness permanently again. Yeah. Riku overcomes it, becomes somebody who can start wielding the Keyblade at the end of this, and um, has conquered his inner demons to wield a Keyblade, and thus becomes our first wielder of darkness. Yes. But he's a good guy. Um, and then him and Mickey get... Well, Mickey's never with him, but that's when they both get out of the realm of darkness is through there. No. Sora, on the no, other hand... No, Riku is a good guy, regardless if he, if he feels like he is or not. Yes. He is always a good guy, except for, like, 20 minutes of Kingdom Hearts 1. And that's that fight where you have to fight him. That's the only time he's ever evil. Yeah. And even then, you could argue that Riku wasn't really Riku. Yeah. Because if he was Riku, why would he steal Pinocchio? <laughs> if he was really Riku, he wouldn't have lost that fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> that, was Ansem's, that was Ansem's one downfall. He didn't let Riku fight Sora. <laughs> if he was really Riku, he wouldn't have lost the race in the beginning of the game. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. Um... And so, <laughs> you know, if you lose, you never see him give the fruit to Kyrie. That's something we're not going to get into because that's that's storyline that doesn't matter. The ship, <laughs> the high wind. Anyway, which is so, the name of the gummy ship? That yeah, you, yeah. Uh, Namura uh, likes to for <laughs> foreshadow foreshadows so and much force stuff. things upon you without you it's knowing. True. Um, but into chain, into chain. We explained Riku's story, which ha you get to play his after you play Sora's. It's just simpler. Sora goes in, meets these n people who call themselves Organization 13 members. We know nothing about them. Mm -hmm. And they're in this place called Castle Oblivion, where the only way to move forward is to give something up. Yep. Basically, he will lose memories the further he goes down. There's really no story here other than, as he progresses through this, he feels the need to save Namine. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, who can re is a nobody who can rewrite memories because of how close she is with Sora's heart. Mm -hmm. She can rewrite his memories and take them and stuff like that. Uh, and she replaces herself. She replaces Kyrie with herself in his memories. Yes. And so thus he feels the need to go save her and get to her instead of get back home to Kyrie, mm -hmm. which is his goal. Yes. Also with uh, Chain of Memories, you see your first glimpses of Organization Thirteen, who certain members yeah. are. And you see Axel, Larxene, Marluxia, and um, Psy. Psy, you don't really. Yeah, see, you do. You do see a Psyax. You see him, but you don't fight him. Yeah. Uh, and then Zexian. Mm -hmm. You see them. Uh, all of these are. Oh, and a couple. You also see Vexen and uh, Hammer Dude. Yeah. All or of Giant the, Axe Dude. The main ones that you see. Laxius. Yeah, the main ones that you see do not. They show up, but they don't show up in KH2, and we'll get to that in a second. There's only four that don't show up, but yeah. Mm -hmm. It's basically... Five. Marluxa? Marluxia, Lexius, Vexen, Zexion, and uh, Larxene. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I'm not sure. Nobody was talking to you! You're getting unplugged! 
God. Alexa. Nobody likes you. She's Plus, unplugged now. Don't worry. She won't hurt us anymore. <laughs> um, What's that as an answer? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Anyway, so... Basically, those five, they don't show up because Sora defeats them and gets basically kills them in... The, in Castle Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Now, this was part of the plan from Xemnas because they were the ones that were trying to rebel that Marluxia had convinced to rebel and Axel was basically told, hey, guess what? You get to go do. And he's like, I hate doing the dirty work and he had to go assassinate them, which he did by basically helping Sora. Yeah. And Sora then did his dirty work for him. Uh, now, when you get to the end of it, Sora finally meets Naminé and then basically passes out. Uh, because she's done so much to him and messed with his memory so much. Uh, he even forgot who Donald and Goofy were. And it affects everybody that's connected to his heart. So it affected Riku, it affected Kyrie, um, it affected Mickey, Donald, Goofy, all of them. Yeah. And then... When Sora forgets some somebody, it kind of forces, like... When and he, Jiminy Journal. And Jiminy. Jiminy's Journal. So. Everything that was written in Jiminy's Journal from KH1, it, would it, gets, it disappears. So when Sora forgot about certain characters, those characters forgot about him as well. Yes. And so all of this happened, and it happened because of what was happening in Days. They were trying to manipulate his mind and stuff to create Shion, which is a nobody created by nobody, which means she really shouldn't exist. Because nobodies did. are an enemy type that was created. After your heart gets split, a nobody is made and a heartless is made. We talked about this in the faction. Which faction would you choose? Yes. Which is the episode that should have come out should come out tomorrow for us, us but a couple weeks ago for you guys. Yes. And so, um, we've explained that already. So go back to that if you if you're not sure. But when you go and you do that, they're trying to get hearts and gain these things and they're manipulating people. And basically the story of Days is Roxas's story of seeing what the organization's, organization's all about and finding out that he doesn't want to be a part of it, so he runs away. Yes. And now that's basically that's basically what I'm going to get into with it. He meets Xion, he meets Axel, he turns them into different people. And there's some underlying goal. The goal is just to get Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. which is... It matters more in two than it does in days, but that's basically days in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and I just want to keep... I want to keep moving because we're at like 46 minutes. The way I see days is um, kind of the same way that I see Birth by Sleep, whereas both... It's it's, it's a good game. It's a decent game, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's more of this is what happens before KH. This... Or Birth by it Sleep before KH. Well, Birth by Sleep was before KH, and then Days and Days before is before two. KH too. So it's it's background. It's not something you should really skip, but at the same time, it's necessary it, information. It's just it's very quickly explained. Yes, um, it's very easy to explain. Yeah. Uh, so that all being said, now we move into KH two, which is a big chunk of this, where Roxas has been knocked out. Uh, is put into a data world, mm-hmm. which he then eventually figures out and tries to escape. Sora is there while Naminé is trying to piece him back together, but she needed access to Roxas so that way she could also rewrite the memories that were there for Sora because she needed all these things close. And so thus in the dream pods, there's Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and they're all close so that way... It all makes sense. It it's, all makes e- sense. it's ease of access. Yeah. So basically tutorial world... You're living your life while also finding out about all these things. Axel tries to bring you back to the organization. You fight him. Then you remember everything because they had blocked your memories in the in Twilight Town. 
Um, once you remember everything, then you're like, oh, my lord, I remember everything. And it's like, okay, sweet. <laughs> I remember everything. Why are my clothes too short? Right. Too small. <laughs> and thus, uh, well, Roxas goes, sees Sora, and he decides to release himself, yes. giving Sora back his full power. Yes. Um, in a very upsetting and very, like, heroic way. That's Tutorial World, which we like to call it. And then basically, you can skip the story of every single Disney World again. Mm -hmm. um, it's just basically watching the organization try to manipulate people into getting more hearts. And turn people into heartlesses. So that way their heart can actually go to Kingdom Hearts, making it more strong. Each and being able to get hearts for everybody in the organization. Each of the Disney Worlds has um, one of the organization members... Uh, ruling over, they control the nobodies that are there. They control, they don't control the heartless because they can't. organization can't. But each world has a different um, organization member. You fight, you see the interaction they have, which is what I would say the interaction between Square and uh, Disney, all that. Yeah. Um, Sora goes through, fights them. Most, all the worlds you go through a second time. So the first time you go through, you understand what happens in this Disney world. You see a little glimpse of organization, second time to go through, and you kill them. Yeah, you, you usually kill them and get done with it and move on. Um, or the second time you see that organization member, you kill them. Yes. Now, that's that's basically the main part of it. The big part and chunk of the story that's lore-wise that matters is eventually Sora finds Riku and Kairi in the world that never was, which was a world created by the Nobodies, mm -hmm. uh, by Xemnas. And Xemnas, who's the leader of Organization 13, the big bad guy, he's one of Xehanort's... Terranort, you guys remember that guy? Yeah, he separated his body into two things, Xemnas and the Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Because mm -hmm. there's also Ansem the Wise, but I'm not going to get into Ansem the Wise. He started all these experiments, which is where the Heartless came from. Um, he, he's the, the founding father of all of it, and he's to blame for it, but so he hides and he doesn't... Yeah. And he's trying to fix it, but... You, so so much can only be fixed by yeah. an old man. Yeah, who doesn't have access to a keyblade. Yeah. So who's also an old man. Yeah. So after that, uh, you're fighting Xemnas, you beat him, and then you, uh, Sora and Riku are left in the realm of darkness to then go and try to find their way out, which they do. They uh, Kairi ends up sending him something, and they walk along the horizon back through the portal, and they come out of it's, the water into Destiny Island. Essentially, Kyrie says, hey, where are you guys? Come home. And they're like, okay, let's go. And they come home. Yeah. Uh, and this was after the fight, which apparently Sora forgot how to use Kiraga because he couldn't heal Riku because Riku got hurt during the fight with Zemnis and he never actually healed him. Okay, fair. Anyway. And not fair. <laughs> no, not fair. Uh, and that's basically the main story of Kingdom Hearts 2 is searching for... Um, and there is a lot more detail, and if you guys want more detail on specific games, I'm sure there's great places that do more on this. We just built a very quick timeline in trying to go through it. Uh, after that, we go into Recoded, which is the story of going through Jiminy's journal. It's basically trying to figure out who Naminé is, and then once they remember who Naminé is, they're trying to get all this stuff figured back out. That's it. There's really nothing more than that. It's kind of understanding Xehanort's plot a little bit more, but it's, it doesn't give much insight. Again, great game. I just, I'm just i going to kind of skip it for the, the point of time. To me, Coded is, you know everything that happened in Chain? Well, they remember what happened in Chain. They're trying to figure it out. Yeah, so now they're trying to, to decode what happened in Chain. The gameplay's weird. It's, yeah. I like it, but... Yeah. Um, but that's Coded right there, or Recoded for the remaster. 
Well, coded was originally the phone game, and recoded was uh, the DS game. Yeah. Next on our list is um, Dream Drop Distance, which is the mark of mastery test for Sora and Riku, because they have to become masters and learn how to awaken hearts, again, because of the badness that happens with uh, Xehanort. Now, Sora's put into the dream world, and then Riku's put into Sora's dream world. Basically to protect Sora, because he's our sweet little cinnamon bun that can't protect himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Riku goes through and all this stuff, and again, the really the only thing that matters is the end game for our purposes. Again, At the very end. Again, it's another. Yeah. Bi- it's a big Kingdom Hearts game, so you have different Disney worlds. A lot of them are new Disney worlds, which I like. A lot of them are new Final Fantasy worlds, like the um, this world ends with you. Yep, and stuff like that. Uh, characters were in it and everything like that. Or sorry, the world ends with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that, which is really cool. It's really neat. I think it's neat. If you haven't played it, go play it or go watch the cutscenes. Uh, and then after that, you find you meet young Xehanort for the first time. Yep. We know nothing about him. Still don't know anything about him. It's Xehanort. He looks young. He looks Sora's, young, and Sora's he's confused. Xemnas. Now, Sora, in the game, you beat them in the fight, but they technically knock you out through storyline. Yeah. Um, and then Riku has to come and beat them both up and then save you, which he does. Yep. Otherwise, they would have taken Sora's heart, who, again, Sora has the potential to be the strongest Keyblade wielder that's ever existed. Yeah. Um, after that, Sora runs off to go be on his own to train, leaving everybody behind, and even Donald and Goofy, and Riku's now a master and gets talked to Yensid about all these master things. And basically telling him what happened with Aqua, Terra, and Ventus. Yep. Which will lead to what Riku's mission is going to the Realm of Darkness to go save Aqua, because they get a, they remember that she's there and everything like that. They've been a little busy. Yeah, this, this past 10... 12 years have been busy. Uh, it's, it's about 11 to 12 years now, yeah. So between KH1 and to where we are now has been... A, two years. Has been two years. And between Birth by Sleep and, and KH1, KH1 is, is 10, 10 years. years. So it's been 12 years since Aqua's fallen into the realm of darkness, but to her it's felt like 40. Yeah. 40 or 50 years of being alone. And you find this out in 0.2, which is the next one we want to talk about very quickly. <laughs> we had to pick up speed on this, but we got a lot of lore in. Yeah. Um, 0.2 then, you have to go and... Basically, you're going, playing as Aqua, trying to get to the end, trying to find out where you can get away and all this stuff. And basically, you find out you're helping Mickey get the Kingdom Key D, mm-hmm. which is like the Kingdom Key, only its colors are reversed, so it has a yellow blade and a silver handle. And it is the Keyblade of the Realm of Darkness. Yep. Mickey gets it to help close the door to Kingdom to, to the Realm of Darkness. That's because 0.2 starts at the end of Birth by Sleep and at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts instantly it happens at the same time which is really weird for the realm of darkness but because mickey's there it's it's also the ending of kh1 where yeah it's like he goes through the whole thing and by the end of 0.2 you're at the end of kh1 yes where he closes the door story and that's weird with point but then like sora's like i know where they are and that's the end of 0.2 basically he's like i know what happened um which was like the first trailer we saw for kingdom hearts 3 which was fun, because I beat it on brown mode. Um, you go through, you fight a bunch of Heartless on Destiny Island is the very last thing you do with Aqua. You fight a giant wave of them. Okay. And then you go through, and that's it. That's basically how it works. That's the end of that's the end game of that one. Whew. That was an hour. 
There's a lot of things we did not touch on. There's a lot of things we didn't touch on, and there's a lot more to be heard to, to and a think lot about. of things to be questioned. And I think the biggest thing to really talk about extra is just Xehanort. Xehanort and his clones. Xehanort has and whatnot. basically, he's Voldemort basically, but he's putting his heart into 13 different, 12 different vessels. His own, his original, be- no. 13 different vessels with his original still being there. So there'll be basically like 14, 13 or 14 Xehanorts. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what his end goal to get all this power is, but basically by putting himself in there, he can create himself to be awesome or starting another Keyblade War. He's trying to get control of Kingdom Hearts and start a Keyblade War to get the Keyblade. Yeah. But he goes through and uses the organization to Nort or mm. put his part of his heart into people. Thus, Terra's gone, Aqua's gone, Venetus, which is part of Ventus, is gone. Um, Issa, who is Syax, uh, Syax, um, Gambling Man, uh, Luxford, Luxford, his original person's gone. Larxene's been Norted. Demix has been Norted. Aww, I'm okay. Sheon's mm. back in Norted. Like, there's a lot of people who have been taken, and we haven't even mentioned them all. I think Ansem Seeker of Darkness is still back. Uh, Zemnis is around. There's there's about 13 people who are there. 13 plus people, because mm-hmm. I think he has a couple extra for contingency plans. Yeah. And it's it's set up so it's going to be seven uh, bringers of lights and Versus thir- 13, 13 bringers of, bringers of darkness. darkness. And I believe that's how uh, was it Key or Union Cross was set up. Yes. It was, so, set, up kind of, it was set up similarly to that. Because is it six or seven in... Uh, of the masters, there's six key. masters. Okay, so it, it ma- is six. there's six mas- There's six apprentices to the master of master. So that's what it is, as well as thirteen. So essentially, uh, if we're to say, as you say, it is in a parallel. So with the universe. master of master, there's seven of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. total. Which basically is saying everything that happened in Key and Union Cross, Xehanort is trying to recreate that. Yes, and what? So we don't know the what happened in the. Uh, Keyblade War. We don't know hap- know what happened to the Keyblade Graveyard. My, but it looks like he's trying to repeat history again. Yes, which is possible. Which would we'll probably learn more about in KH three. Yes, which we will cover in the next podcast. Well, we'll cover our predictions in the Pre- next. Podcast. Well, yeah, as much as we, we won't know. cover K- the thing. The sad part is, I'm going to want to talk about KH three things after I play it, but you will not get to play it until well after I do. Yeah. Unless things work out kindly. But mm. it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Anyway, next week we'll talk about our predictions for KH3 so that way you guys can get that right before KH3 happens. We want to thank you guys so much for listening and spending time with us, um, either on your way to work, at work, some random time during your day. We very much appreciate it. Uh, if you guys do enjoy the podcast, please share it out. Please subscribe. Please download all that fun stuff that you can do. Remember that this is going up on YouTube with some stock footage as well as it is on multiple different platforms all the time. But that all being said, we hope you guys have a great day. Stay awesome and do great things. And we'll see you guys next time. Adios. See you guys.